0: consistent self-improvement everybody you are not listening to american gypsy podcast i am your host classic and i'm here with my co-host gypsy and we're also here with our other co-host Mark, and we are back for another great season this is season three um for those who might have missed the first two episodes that um we released thank you again for another season happy 2023 to everybody out there um hope your 2023 has started off well and
1: i guess since it's the beginning of the year and a lot of people have they do their new year's resolution um and start planning for what their goals are for the year Anybody want to talk about what their goals
0: are? Or resolutions. Does anybody or know where resolutions you. started? Why did I, anybody know?
1: Mm. <laughs> you know how it is these days. If you look at I was going to trace back to some
0: Right. Some Who was the creator of a New New Year's resolution? Yeah. he was <laughs> let's create some. But I, I can understand why they would, though. But for me, it's a little different this year. Um I guess I'm just kind of a reset. Of course, everybody would say sometimes they're always focusing, focusing on, you know, increasing their finances during a time when they say we're in a recession. Um, This year is, it's not, I can't say it's going to be the, I'm planning for a most, a very creative year. It's just really more of a stabilizing year for me to really get a balance on my physical goals and you know, improve some financial goals, make some more business investments and things like that. But you know, not to really kind of get caught in a hamster wheel. That's kind of my goal—to to you know, avoid the hamster wheel still, but also s- keep a certain zen while.
1: Yeah, balance working is one of hard. the things that I'm striving for, and yeah. just having patience with. Cause we both, we do a lot and sometimes I'm in a rush to get all of it done. And it's just, it takes, everything takes time and it's just like developing the patience for everything, you know, so you can sustain the, the long game.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it's different now. I guess we're, I'm can celebrate my fifth year being in, um, Los Angeles. And I know Ari Hurston from, um. All you need to know about the new music business. He's the author of that book. I read it before coming to um Los Angeles and it was like if you can make it in Los Angeles for three to five years. I don't know if it was necessarily just doing your music, but if you can make it if I'm correct, period. Yeah. I'm three sure. to five years, yeah. you can make it in L A. You know, and that's one of the, the things that you definitely still we we're we're glad to be able to reflect on and now that we have a better grip on LA I'm able to kind of not be as in a rush with certain things of life and I do hit a you know I'm hitting a goal this year milestone uh with with life I turned the big you know 40 I know a lot of people probably like what he's not in his 20s yeah I get that from <laughs> but um it's you know it's a it's a it's a uh I can't say it's a big change. I, I metabolically on the scale, I'm still in, you know about 35. So I just want to perfect my consistency in the gym, my consistency with my fitness, have a complete grip on my health. I've had a pretty good grip on, you know, staying healthy um, before now. And that's just something I want. I, I want to get a, like a complete grip on that this year with a lot more, you know, gym and muscle work. And just, but just that consistency, to really focus this year on just that balance of staying in the gym and grinding.
2: I think I want to jump out there and say I'm so proud as a native Angelino that you guys have stayed the course for cinco años. Like <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. At this point, <laughs> not right. You learn Spanish. Gracias, right. Gracias, gracias. Um, <laughs> it's not easy. Um, I was born into this, so it's different because you don't have a choice. You know, this is your home and this is where everyone is. But um, I was blessed to have the opportunity to live outside of California and when you make the choice to leave home, but then also come back and reacclimate as an adult, you see things that you didn't see. And one of the things I can definitely say is it's not easy to pick up everything that you know and come to a new place, especially a place like California and then specifically Los Angeles and then specifically DTLA. Like, it's a whole different um animal and so for you all to have started with the street performances and also your side businesses as well as your passion projects and then creating an online community and then bringing in a podcast as an option and then recording and then jewelry, <laughs> and then pillows, and shirts, and photo shoots, and 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 still be sustaining yourselves, still coming, and still married, right on top mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Because sometimes with all of the life stressors, it can affect not just your work and your personal, but also the marriage. So it's really beautiful to say you're celebrating this fifth year and you're excited and encouraged about the next year that that's not just a resolution. That's a lifestyle. And, and it's an example to other people who, you know, everyone says, I want to move to LA. I want to live there, but every day is not a beach. You know, it's, it's so much from the price of gas to the price of food, the cost of living education and it's not all gang banging and violence like other people think it is, you know. No, but it's really no. just managing to figure out how to carve
0: it's out more car your accidents space. Yeah. and bombs. And no, just, sh- like, <laughs> <laughs> just, no, just, just let them get no. here first. <laughs> no, no we just don't need kidding. More people. No, but like um,
2: it is. I it's like, really it's really cool. I remember when you first said you were coming out here, and to now see you where you are now. Um, I'm, I celebrate you guys. You
0: know, muchos gracias. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> he just picked Day up Nata. Rosetta Stone today, and hey. he feels like he's a Showtime, Spanish don't speaker try me. now. So don't
0: don't try me no more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's and that's something also that I'm looking forward to at least conquering, at least one language, mm-hmm. another language. Not one I got. You know, of course, Southerns.
2: Yeah, you speak that slang. I got English
0: and I got, you know, southern s- slang. Um to get some others under here.
2: I really want to stop real quick since you do speak southern slang. I uh, want to do a pop quiz. Uh-oh. Um, three southern slang words I'm going to throw out there. I'm going to say the We're talking the about word. 20 t- 2010 before? No, yeah, around okay. that time. I'm going <laughs> to give you these three words, and I want you to define them for the audience. I'll start with something like. Uh, what does it mean if you're dope popping, aka popping?
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, dope popping. That means that um, I'm gonna try not to use another slang on top <laughs> of that one as well. A slang it, to define right, slang, <laughs> right? It basically means that um you're fibbing, you're lying uh about um her liking you or you having that or you being this or you know, a lot of those things, you know.
2: Ding, That's ding, not what I mean. <laughs> <ding.
1: laughs>
2: As a lot of people <laughs> want. Word two, what does it mean if something is slaw?
0: Slaw. Okay. And so, don't
2: define it with babbage.
0: Right. I got, you, I'm, 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 you know, I'm I, I'm catching it not to put the slang on top of it. Never heard so that f- word. Slaw? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> when it's slaw, as we all i don't I and mean, i don't think it came straight because of that but it just so happened that um a lot of people of color are not really big fans of coleslaw uh so you know if we're not a fan of something then it's slaw <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so if your beat is slaw or your music is slaw or, you know, that haircut is slaw, it's not yeah, good. It's not good. Okay. It's slow. Yeah.
2: Ding, ding, ding. Okay, okay, so you're going to the final round. Um, this is my to win it me. all.
0: My wife don't know these things. <laughs> no, oh my God. You exposing oh. yourself from <laughs> my country. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm,
2: yes, I'm see. proud. Of,
0: proud of country.
2: What does it mean when someone is caking, specifically a cake daddy?
1: Oh, caking! I
0: think I know that. Yeah, yeah, caking, caking. It's definitely like um, when your, you know, your mom is surprised when you know first time she see you walk through on the phone. Who you talking to? Huh? (laughs) Who you talking to? Tiffany? Oh, you caking now? That's basically what. Whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 That's you, the context. And you, it you can spinning. also you, you, you're trying to pull her. You know, right. it ain't just you know. And it's funny how I look back at it. It wasn't necessarily just aggressive. A caking doesn't mean. I don't think it mean. It doesn't mean aggressive. No. I don't think. Yeah. When I think caking, caking is like you know. You're shooting your shot, almost.
2: That's a good way to define it. But I would also add, for cake daddy, you are adding gifts and other things to that. <laughs> In addition to the talk of shooting your shot, you have added cake sweetness, <laughs> You're putting a little extra sweet,
0: a little extra frosting um, on it. Yeah. So there yeah, you, you
2: do go. you do pass the fluency <laughs> level for the southern slang, so you can actually say you speak. English, Southern slang, and <laughs> you are at the beginner's level of Spanish. Un poco, un poco, <laughs> un poquito. Un poco español. I love it.
0: But yeah, it's that's funny. one of the perks that kind of came along with my uh, some of my ride share things. I hit a little goal, and it was like, "Yeah, rolls that, that a stone." Mm, I'm like, okay, that's Let's nice. let see who in here. What they got Swahili in? Like man, there's no languages of color here. So Rosetta, we need to go talk to um, <laughs> Regina <laughs> and uh, see if we can get some some uh, or Swahili or you know. Somebody give me another language. Uh, I know Tagreenia, of course, but uh, Zulu, I guess Zulu. Uh, um, but yeah,
2: yeah. We're, we're missing list.
0: some of those things, you know. But we're not gonna. We're not going to get you right now. We're going to finish learning something, and then we're going to talk about it in another language.
2: I would like that, (laughs) especially because our panel is fluent in more than one language.
0: I'm looking forward to that. I also want to do, you know, of course, being a pioneer in a couple of different things, looking at that Rosetta Stone. It's like, okay, all right, we got to. We got to figure out how to do this. Because I like it. I, I like the beginning, you know, learning style. Also Pimsleur. So, you know, now I guess I'm putting them all in the pot and using all of them at the same time now to kind of double up on the learning. Uh, Pimsleur is really good. I I would like to, like I said, do that with some black languages. I don't know. I'm sure they probably have some programs out there as well. Um, put it in the comments. If anybody, um, you know, know any or send us an email if y'all know of any. Um, languages of color, people basically, or tutorial programs that offer tutorial for That's like Swahili, a lot of languages. languages. There's some
2: apps out there that okay, twenty four,
0: twenty four languages on Rosetta Stone.
2: Okay, do they tell you how to translate supposed to had done into English?
0: No, nah, I haven't tried that one yet, but okay, yeah. Supposed to have done.
2: Yeah.
0: What? <laughs> so so confused. Uh, yeah. Cause they supposed to have done that. But they did. Uh, but they haven't. Yeah. Oh know? yeah. 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 So yeah. they definitely like I said twenty four languages. A hey, if you if I ten. All you need is we can start with ten. Ten languages. Regina Stone. Regina
2: yeah. Stone coming <laughs> at you, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Regina Stone Johnson coming yeah. to a neighborhood near you. And I like
0: how that worked. I, I can say how that worked with my brain, man. I had to think of a great black woman name, And, you know, Regina King was there. Yeah. So I just, Re- Regina. Regina,
2: Regina King-Stone.
0: And what they should do is actually... She should do it in the Riley and Huey voice. The languages.
1: Mm-hmm. Now you're going too far. I think <laughs> you might be going too
0: far. <laughs> but th- no, but actually- think about it. It would be dope, though, even even if it's just a, a car thing. I, I'm just, you know, of course, think about that fresh. Um, but if, even if it was just a car voice, like a, a GPS voice or something like that.
2: Yeah, well, Snoop does have his own GPS. Yeah, He's had on, it for on, quite some time. He's in every market, But you though. know you want to
0: hear Riley tell you.
2: He was supposed to head down? To take a <laughs> l- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: you supposed to have taken that turn back there, but yeah.
2: But you didn't do it.
0: Creativity, though. You know, that's, that's how it was.
2: Kumba. In, in the spirit of Kwanzaa, that's ah, just yeah. passed. Um, creativity is key. Um, I will pick up this is, um, I wouldn't say it's a resolution because it's, it's not for the New Year's. It's always, and I just will highlight it because I just had a recent conversation with a friend around this, and it is the idea of self-care and how we define it and how we practice it. And I know that um, seems like in the past couple years, self-care has become like a buzzword or a topic Mm -hmm. or like a thing. Um, And I I applaud that. I I think that that's important that it is placed in prominence, especially when there's so much focus on a lot of things that are frivolous and not as necessary. But I would say that self-care is more than a trending topic. And also, it's not something that can be taken lightly. Just like um, an exercise regime, or a new language course, or a financial goals, self care has to be prioritized. And it can look like a lot of things. But I think sometimes people start by just saying, "I'm going to practice self care." I'm going to practice self care. Hashtag self care. Self care. Self care. But then they don't take care of self. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: a lot of times they think of that as like, oh, I'm gonna take care of my face. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. like a face routine or like a mm-hmm. hair routine or something. Right. But it, it's a really overall encompassing thing. Like it's a balance health, to it. Yeah. It's even
0: from mind, body, and soul, spiritually. Yeah, yeah, holistic. What
1: are you? Uh, you know, are you working out things like everything? Right,
2: and so. That's not to say your facial is not self care. It is part of self care, You know, it's also hygiene, right? So, (laughs) but it it's also the words that you use when you are communicating, not just to other people, but when you are talking to yourself. Um, It's the music that you are listening to. It is um, the circle that you surround yourself with. So whether that be the people at work, whether that be your significant other, or whether that be your friend group. It's how those people value themselves and how they model self-care to you. And self-care can definitely be getting your hair done, getting your nails done, getting your feet done, going for a spa day. But it can also look like having a quiet moment. It can also look like meditation. It can be practicing mindfulness throughout the day. It can be avoiding processed foods. It can look like exercising on a routine basis. It can be having a therapist. There are so many ways that you can choose to care for yourself, but it's about actually applying the knowledge, not just using it as a hashtag and then, throwing yourself into situations that aren't mindful or thoughtful or have boundaries or deplete and drain you. So um, I think instead of a resolution as a mental health practitioner, my challenge to our listeners and to the panel and to myself would be to enact a radical form of self care on a daily basis and hold yourself accountable and don't let anyone, whether it be work, friends, family, or a significant other, get in the way of you caring for yourself.
1: Well <laughs> Are we at 20? Oh, uh, yeah, we're. Oh. No, we can. Keep okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thought we were taking a break but we're not
1: yeah that's one of the things i'm focusing on this year i and i don't necessarily like do the whole oh new year's resolution but like around december every year like i have a just i get a cue just to kind of assess everything um and see what i want to aim for next year and it's you know you're gonna have so many goals for the you know throughout the year but i Like, I just want to pick three or four things, very manageable, Mm -hmm. that I want to really focus on. No matter what, I'm going to focus on these three things or four things or whatever. Um, So, yeah. And one of the things, like, I've been, is my health and weight loss and all of that. And So, I've been on it for about a a month, month and a half now. Just doing a lot of fasting, a lot of working out. You know, I'm always watching what I'm eating, but just trying to get better with my workout. Kind of been slacking on that.
2: Yeah, I would say you guys are always mindful. We're talking about being mindful, mindful of what you're eating. Yeah. yeah. Like whenever I come by, we have discussions, but also I see There's the levels. food that you <laughs> that you eat or don't yeah. eat. <laughs> and I'm not as disciplined always. You guys know I like beer. That's like chock full of calories. um I'm not as
0: I'm due for a margarita. I mean, you yeah, like a, it's been a while. But <laughs> see, my body forces yeah.
1: right. me to like be in line. Like mm-hmm. I yeah. get hormonal imbalance and all that, so mm-hmm. I gotta constantly watch out for any kind of like endocrine disruptors, and that could that can mean like in my food, or mm-hmm. in my lotion, my deodorant, yeah. Yeah, I got to watch out for all of those things or else like everything is out of whack. So, Mm -hmm. which I like, you know, and once I get over a certain weight that's like excessive, like my body will let me know Mm -hmm. to rein it back in. So I do appreciate that. And I listen and I rein it back in. Yeah. And I'm pretty active, so it kind of I want to be like I want my physical to kind of not hinder me from doing certain things like hiking and mountain climbing and different things like that. So.
0: Yeah. I know I definitely my knees and everything even driving long term and stuff like that. It's not bad, but you know, I want them to be strong at 60 and 70. And you know, genetics is it helps as well. I I'm grateful for My parents, I can look at my parents and see that their genetics is pretty good, but I definitely would like to be a example, Mm -hmm. a good example when I'm 60 and 70 years old of, you know, staying muscular fit throughout those days.
2: I've got two things in response to that. Um, First thing, just to circle back to the radical self-care, so... Recently. Before, I'm sorry right.
0: to interrupt. Before we get into that, let's take a small break. Okay. And then we're going to come back.
2: Perfect.
0: Welcome back, everybody. To jump back into it, um, Mercedes, you were saying?
2: Um, yeah, I was saying a couple of things. I'll start with the radical self-care that I was referencing. So most recently, because I think it's important to take the idea and then put it into action. So the idea here is self-care the action has been cryotherapy. Um, So this was started two weeks ago and I was gung ho about it because I've, you know, done the infinity pool before at the spa or like gone into really cold water on the beach, but I wanted to take it up another level, another notch. And so um, we bought um, a 10 pound bag of ice and decided to do hands first and then work our way up to feet, blah, blah, blah. So I was responsible for administering the ice first. And my partner was just supposed to put his hand in ice. And then I was going to time it. And I had set the time for a minute. So I was like, okay, go, and then he put his hand in, and then he was like, okay, I want to take it out after 20 seconds. And I'm like, no, we're going to, um, <laughs> we're going to a minute. And he was like, no, this is really cold. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Come on, push through, push through. Pain is just weakness leaving the body. Like, it's all in your mind. Just push through. Okay, so the first hand, he made it for like 45 seconds. Second hand, he made it. For a minute and like five seconds. So I was like, okay, cool, good job. Now it's my turn. Okay. So when it was my turn, I put my hand in the ice, and then five seconds later, <laughs> I was like, this is too cold. Oh my. No, stop. <laughs> like, timeout." <laughs> I think it got colder.
1: <laughs> it was
2: like, no, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> Man,
2: this was so cold. Like, yeah. forget yeah. all the benefits. Like, in that moment, it yeah. was freezing. And so... I needed, like, four tries before I got to 60 seconds. And then in the end, I did um, a minute and 30 seconds. But it was such a challenge, and you had to, you have to, you will have to get past that mental block. I mean, in addition to the fact that it's just freezing, like, it really is all in how you talk to yourself. And so the way that I made it from, like, 10 to 30 was that self-talk. And um, I did see the benefits, and it's something that I've spoke to both of you about because I'm on the computer all day typing. My wrist bothers me, you know, and then Mm -hmm. driving and in traffic for another hour back home. And I could tell the difference the day after doing the cryotherapy that it wasn't hurting at all, you know, Mm -hmm.
0: so. UFC fighters use it for healing for healing fighters.
2: Um, yeah. athletes of all different yeah, backgrounds say, UFC you fighters know. MMA fighters yeah. all of them I know yeah. who you were talking about but I was I was just thinking about athletes um like NFL players when they get in the bath and you see them in the ice bath or whatever Yeah
0: I
1: got to um, go. I like to do that when I'm taking a shower like mm-hmm. at the end I'll just turn, turn it on all cold. the way cold yeah right
2: which I do as well, but it's different when your body is already warm, Yeah, you know, over that period. And you can control like, okay, cool, I'm turning right. it off. See, but see, to I like see. submerge it into that ice, oh, yeah. I, and, and I was shocked myself that I was like five seconds, okay, this is it, I'm done. Like, take it out. And he was like, you're punking out. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> yeah, <So> it's freezing.
1: <laughs> the the goal is. I'm
0: tempted th- to get into the pool while it's cold. We yeah, I did I that in the winter. I was going to
1: mm-hmm. say, we did that in the winter time. And that was a completely different experience than yeah. the shower. Because, yeah, my it's like. I had to get out really quickly because Mm -hmm. I didn't think my body can really handle it. Yeah. I was getting this numb feeling. Yeah. And and that was was, it. Like I'm not going to be able
2: to take it anymore. And like I say in the spa, when you do the plunge pool, you're just and you're back out. Yeah. But with that sustained ice bath, it was, it was unbelievable. But I say that to say, um, we've set goals. So like next week, It'll be feet, you know, Mm -hmm. and then try to bring it up to your knees and then hopefully at a certain point it will be a full ice submerge. But
0: Yeah. I'll probably hop in the pool sometime soon. I've just been feigning to get into it. I just need to submerge and and water. I need to float.
2: So that was my thing, is just saying, Okay, what is my radical act of self care, whatever it is, and then applying it. Like state the goal and then provide an objective so that was one thing but to your point about getting older oh my god 40 or so old but no seriously (laughs) 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 I know where I'm at (laughs) Um, I think that in this society especially there's this idea that like you can keep trying to turn the clock back you know 40 is a new 30 30 is a new 20 No one ever says 20 is the new 10, but it's like people keep (laughs) trying to push back this aging instead of embracing. Like, I don't remember my grandparents being like, 60 is the new 50. Like, they were just 60, and they were, and they, hold on, hear me out, and they were grandparents, right? They just did grandparently things, and now this is going to be a big generalization. I know it's a stereotype everything rolled up into one but like my grandparents were not trying to like be younger they just wanted to be themselves whatever that meant as grandparents in this day it feels as though no one wants to be like for example a grandparent they don't want now, don't, don't call me grandma, call me glamma, <laughs> call me Gigi, call me like, wh- why don't you want anyone to call you grandma? That's my one question. But my, my first question before we get into this whole idea, which I know this is back to a conversation we had where we we're talking about marketing and capitalism. And this is why everyone does not want to age because it doesn't serve the capitalist system with all the face creams and the penis elongation and the Viagra and the plastic surgery and all the other stuff that goes along with not being your age. But who is the oldest person you know? And are they trying to be younger or are they just happy to be their age?
0: Well, for me, I me personally, I guess I have to say in, in my family. Yeah. Yeah, it would be my Aunt Artie, who's probably about eighty eight. Okay. Um,
2: is Aunt Artie trying to get to the club? But
0: it's Aunt Artie. Aunt Artie is a whole different generation. You know, <laughs> that's like I said when I mean complete generation. That was still more of a of that time, and I don't. I think even then, from where we've come from as a culture to where we are now, it was a lot of things we were taught that was just, well, you know, as you can see, we've, I guess, learned human nature. So we everybody know that, you know, you grow old. You know, you eventually got to grow old. And there's been some secrets into saying, you know, to get the longevity, do you want to be the old person that, you know, can't move around for themselves? Or do you want to be at least the old person that can physically, you know, operate? And we've learned now, of course, like you said, with information, having information, we got to at least use it if we have it and understanding how the brain works as well. So when it comes to even aging, there's a things with with gray hair as to where you can't necessarily connect gray hair with aging you have to sometimes probably connect it with more of an imbalance in the body or just something like that, depending on certain people because some people get gray hairs early. Some people don't same age. So it's not aging for everybody. And we've also been taught, you know, certain things around even gray hair, like don't pull your gray or is it possible that a gray can start growing gray and then start back, go black.
2: Okay, yeah, Uh, just to use this example, I I was in fourth grade with somebody who had gray hair. So gray Mm -hmm. hair is relative. What I'm talking Mm -hmm. about related to Aunt Artie, our Uncle Buddy, who was my oldest buddy. Uh, Uncle Uncle Buddy, Buddy, he was 103 years old. Okay, he was, that's his age, but he was moving around fine. He was a pastor as well. He st- still preached his sermon. He had full capacity, and he was able to do his own thing. Aunt B, ninety-eight, drove around in her own car. Even though people were like, "How is she still driving?" She was driving. She was doing her thing. I'm just saying, you can you can age. It doesn't mean you're but. old. Old is a state of mind. But
0: it's still two different circumstances when it comes to aging. When you age as a poor person and when you age as a rich person, you are two different types of old people.
2: But I'm not talking about class. But let me stop because you didn't say who your oldest person is.
1: Um, Well, I know a couple of people that are in their 80s. Um, I knew somebody in their 90s but recently died. Um, But... To your point, when you're saying, like, they no, they're not trying to look younger or doing any of these life hacks or whatever people are doing now, aging hacks, but um, it was different back then. See, a lot of those people, they probably didn't even taste any processed food until they were, like, in their 30s or 40s or something, and they... Weren't exposed to the same environmental, like, crap that we're exposed to, uh, so it's like it's different now. Like we do have to counteract some of that. Like all, all our food is poison. Our, all everything our poison food is TV, poison. So. I
2: agree that I'm not. I think we're talking about two different things. I'm not. No, I'm you're not talking so. more on behavior. No, I'm talking about perception, and I'm also talking about what's wrong with saying I am mm. 40. Gotcha. Now, well, I'm, no, I'm, no, 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 no. Okay. Like, no, no, no. Listen, I'm 40. No black balloons. No, I'm getting, oh, no, yeah. Oh, man, we got to start. Just you're 40 and you're 40. Yeah. Okay, or this, this is break the break difference. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah. But, but it's no. just you're 40.
0: But there's a difference because everybody – looks different, feels different at a different point in life when they hit that certain point. Some people expect to be at a certain point in life when they hit a certain age. So sometimes that makes them feel personally a certain way when it comes to, you know, the rest of the outside world from them. But just, you know, of course, for me personally, I I can embrace 40 a little different because... I don't necessarily look 40.
2: What does 40 look like, though?
0: That's 40 what don't look like this. But <laughs> also, <laughs> 40... It, but see, okay, so look, okay, that's your point. That's culture, the point. That's the what I'm old, talking but about. But No, but this is the because The old 40 didn't look like this. Because, like I said, even Lil, Lil Duval just posted from one of the old school basketball players how they used to look then mm-hmm. versus how they look now they look super old back then but they was young it's just they swag was just different or it just was
2: or old are, are, are you are, are you preserved because of all of the additives
0: no i think times have changed you know and
2: I'm not talking about 100 years ago. I'm not talking about our grandkids. I'm, I'm talking about, yeah.
0: you know, 60s, 70s when the basketball, when, you okay, know. Okay, so you're talking was,
2: about Patrick Ewing.
0: Man, them cats, they look a lot old. They look like super, I could say, from our perspective, they didn't look like the average 20-year-olds and stuff <laughs> that's playing ball now. When they, I got their cards and stuff. and Look at mm-hmm, them back mm-hmm. then. I'm like, man, them cats looked old then.
2: Mm-hmm so what do young people quote unquote what does a 20 year old look like in comparison to you when you look 20 like today's 20
0: high school to
2: your 20
0: it all, it all I could say it depends it all depends on you know because the neighborhood the certain schools look they they I don't know i I could I could look you know from around in different you know the kids look different. I could say, even from cause I I, I thought about the other day. What did Goes our what did our food. no no but what did our um our section leaders look like to us when we were like ninth grade and stuff like that? And I'm talking section leader in the band, mm-hmm. you know. The seniors, we looked up to the seniors then and you know, basically had respect for them. But we didn't they just didn't seem, I don't know, I guess back then we didn't they didn't seem as young. They seemed already like adults, adults by the time they were seniors to us in the field. Okay. So when they was twelfth grade high school, we knew that they was ready for college. But even when we got to college and was looking at the the freshmen, we was like, man, they look like little kids now. The freshmen coming in, because we didn't feel like we looked like little kids. We felt like we looked like freshman college kids. But when the freshmen below us came in, they looked like sophomore high school kids to us.
2: Okay, I'll I'll concede this and just say perception is, is your perception is going to be a reality. Let's go back to this. Why don't people want to be their age?
0: because it's closer to when the lights turn off. That's the, the closest Every, reality. Okay, but that fine. You're okay, at.
2: so but look at it like this.
0: They do want to be she, no, age. No, no, they, no. the age. Yeah, no, but no, no, no. Because Yeah, why does? it Yeah, that why
2: is it I have friends that did not make it to this age. Okay? Yeah, I have friends huh? that died at 10, 15, 20, 25. They their family would love if they could celebrate them being 40. I understand and so, that So part I think of it. I think it's it becomes warped when you're running from this thing that is a gift. We 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 are aging and and if you are aging and you're healthy to your point about it, if you're aging and you're healthy You celebrate that because somebody didn't make it to that age, especially when we're talking about our culture, especially when you're talking about being a young black man from
0: Mississippi. How many people in your family have aged like you?
2: I got good jeans. I just told you they're one hundred and ninety.
0: I got good jeans. What I say earlier, I said, "Hey, my mama and my daddy got some pretty decent jeans. My daddy is seventy and he still got uh, black hair in his head."
2: When my dad goes to the doctor, the doctor don't believe that he's his age. A
0: lot of people, a lot of people other than us. Yeah, she already getting gray hair, and she younger than me.
1: But you, you know, won't I know got her a few age. Gray she got a few. You but also have right. gray hair. But, like, but
2: you can't the uh, same amount. A gray hair doesn't tell exactly, your age. Like I said, mine
1: turns wait,
0: wait, sometimes. wrong. It does. No, I, I no. Do, I drive what about ride the kid share? that I, I told you about but who had
2: gray d- hair in the fourth grade? I had cousins. But in I, their I drive ride teens share, though. I
0: drive rideshare. I mean, it's the other way. With driving ride share. people looking at me from behind, and the last thing they think is he's not in his 40s cuz i don't see no gray hairs
2: but that's them right, because you I could know color people your hair in their
1: teams that have gray hair it's not right, like, but we're color not we're too. not talking
0: about that because even still you know face wise you can't say i still just necessarily look like i'm 40 as well like i should have a bunch of gray hair i don't quite look like it. even my beard isn't necessary you have when you're some looking gray scruffy. You I do have some it. gray hair. Now, even with plucking gray hair, like I mentioned before, having a gray hair that starts growing gray and then it goes back and starts turning black. What does that mean? And stress. How, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stress. Right. Stress, mm-hmm. right? So some people, body, I guess, maybe take stress. It can't say that people are not stressing just because they might not have a whole head full of gray. It's a
2: hormone. In your body, that when activated, like cortisol, when you get
1: stressed out, the levels go higher. Yeah, and it's different for women than men. It's like men are mostly driven, but yeah, but still on. some
0: some men still gray up like you know early. Ball, same thing for balling, going ball. It's yeah, that's stress so think with men. So think with men. No aging,
1: no stress. It means like physical stress. Are you like five hundred pounds and putting weight on your on your organs and stuff? And are you like, you know, there's a lot of different kinds of stress. You can are you working out too much and putting stress? Like right, so a lot think of
0: you already got that stress, yeah. and then your birthday coming next next month, and you turn one <laughs> older, and you're and like, you're- all right, I'm a, I'm I'm not hitting my goals like I want to, <sighs> and I need to, uh, you know. Get on top of some things. That's aging. That's the stress. That's how people just really don't you know want they want to pull that clock back. So when you are you happen to be fifty, looking like you maybe forty or thirty five, mm-hmm. especially if you're a woman, oh my goodness, you gonna you want to let the world know you are gonna brag and you are gonna you know. But deep down inside, of course, you're bra- you're holding on to the youth. Because you don't want to focus on manifesting the the older. I, c- I don't know. Because some people are in a hurry to grow old. And they be old at 25. Oh, talk old. old, and, old yeah, you get what? Yeah. So know, your brain I know, matters. I,
2: yeah, I, I think that, <laughs> I think. What I was getting at earlier, and now we've kind of morphed into a different conversation, but what I was trying to say earlier, and I guess I need to be a little bit more clear, is my bad, my bad. society makes it so that there is a pressure placed upon the individuals to reject the aging, the natural aging Process The blessing that is having another year, whether it's with a gray hair or not, whether it's with a wrinkle or not, whether it's with a pound or not, whether it's with a stretch or not, they make it so that you feel ashamed or that you feel anxiety or you feel like what you were saying, you haven't met a goal but the goal that you've met is longevity and a life well lived because you have experience and hopefully you have wisdom. There's nothing but, worse than an old fool, but I'm not saying I'm regretting wisdom. Though. No, I'm not saying yeah. you. I'm saying in general, we are constantly bombarded with messages that aging is not what you want to do. And instead, you need to focus on regression and that's not the natural life cycle you don't go back into your mom's womb after you're born the next place you go you live you grow old and then you pass you don't go back and back and back so the advertisement that's being aimed at us to go back and back and back is is quite frankly ridiculous
0: now when you say advertisement from who
2: well from the major companies Yeah, but that's that's Empty aging. That's, it's not just Hollywood, so, it's Procter and Gamble. Now, is, but
0: think if you're coming across certain information that's telling you, hey, back in this certain time, people used to live this amount of time, and people used to go this way, and people used to do this, and they live a lot longer. And people and to look at it, were we programmed to actually think old first, to think that, okay, or to, because that's what the system is banking on. That's their whole thing. We need you in this world, and we also need you to basically not succeed and kind of grow old, but still, you know,
2: they want you to feed the machine, but they also want you to be old and sick and dependent. But they also, they also make you old and sick by ingesting this bullshit right. that they're selling. So it, it's 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 a cycle, and well, it's designed to make you sick by putting thoughts into your mind that are counterproductive it's just like okay i gave my grandparents as an example i'll also give you an example of the fact that when my grandparents were in their 70s they could probably like outlift all three of us these people were strong yes they came up post-slavery but they would get up at like six in the morning and like Chop wood and like they 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 were they were on phones and on computers they were like really freaking strong so it's like even if they were older they had strength and based on the definition of youth it's virility so there has to be something said for just the ability to go out there and be active and right now This, I think, and I could be wrong, this is up for debate with you guys, but I feel like we are creating a society of people that are inactive.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
2: And that's not healthy because if you look at the studies, it says sitting is the new smoking, right? So if if you're just sitting constantly all day long, even somebody like myself who's at a desk all day long typing, I'm not active unless i make the choice to say okay i'm gonna get up i'm gonna go for my walk i'm gonna go exercise i'm gonna take a break from being at this desk otherwise i'm not as healthy as as a 60 year old that goes for a regular walk every day
0: yeah and with with like i say, i guess with aging though i still you know i don't know I'm, maybe it's just me i don't know with the with the Kind of between on I guess the the point still, because, like I said, even with with staying active or thinking young or growing in in wisdom, finding that balance and growing in wisdom still, like you said, like a older person, understand you're growing older, we all gotta grow older, embracing growing older, but as well, you gotta start like a lot a lot. It's a lot sooner than, I guess, some of us did with your health-wise. Or at least just, you know, having some type of control over what you eat, what you drink. That's the biggest difference in between. Because I don't drink as much as the average person that I came up with. And th- that's a difference. You know, they, you might see as an alcohol difference. We can't deny that. You can't, you know beat the alcohol up for years and expect to hit 40 the same way. I personally don't have any, you know, don't know of any health issues. I don't know of a lot of people that's probably hitting 40 that don't have health issues in my generation.
1: I feel like it's a combination of things, even just like with the whole aging and, uh uh-oh.
0: Before we get in or continue, we're going to take one more break (laughs) and, um,
2: Grab a snack, be right back.
0: Grab a snack, be right
2: back. Healthy snack.
0: All right, welcome back. And where we were starting back off continuing with the age.
1: Well, when you were mentioning the whole the epidemic of sitting and how everybody has a desk job and there's a lot of sitting in general, like even if you It's not at the job. You go home and there's a lot of TV and sitting. You rest. You just want to sit. Yeah, resting. In general. But lately, um, in my social media and on um, YouTube, I've been hearing a lot of people talking about the whole body positivity movement, Mm -hmm. which kind of is on top of that kind of feeling this whole thing of unhealthiness and all that have you guys been hearing about the whole body po- body positivity movement right yes how like um yeah. I feel
2: like Lizzo was a big proponent of that when she first came on the scene she was talking about it was already her piece. like no I mean as far okay. as bringing it to mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the mainstream definitely yeah. al- already there but bringing it to the mainstream I feel like yeah she I was start, an start instrument to more. Yeah. don't um, I I
1: mean it's one thing to like, you know to kind of you know, be encouraging people not to it's it's going overboard basically because they're <laughs> demonizing like losing weight. Reality like going after people that are losing weight. Mm-hmm. Reality check um, is, is
0: is really unhealthy. Like I said, when yeah. you if you live in this life from 20 to 40 with that lifestyle. And when you hit 40, it do, it's one thing you either care about your weight or you either care about how old you're getting. And but
1: they have doctors and stuff kind of going along with this. They're like saying, you know, you could be healthy at, you know, at any weight at, you know.
0: Yeah, but I for now – uh <laughs> Here's your prescription. And you can, uh, We know <laughs> why. Like, it helps
1: the pharmaceuticals and all of that stuff, the <laughs> hospitals, all of that. Because, you know, you're constantly going there for health issues. But to, like, to shame people for losing weight and on top of that, pretend like there's no health issue when you're at that weight. It's like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah.
2: it's a slippery slope because folks will chime in and say, I'm this weight and I'm healthier than someone who weighs less than me, who has this particular diet just for, but for even example, to go, but, you for example but you can always, you but know, you could pick tip for tat, like the person who eats pork, smokes cigarettes and never exercises and lives to be 90 years old. Right. There's always yeah. going to be, and then the vegetarian always who out works out every day and passes away at 45. Like, yeah. There will always be those, like you said, outliers. There's skinny fat. There's yeah. a lot of skinny fat. But I do think that, um, I think body positivity is getting mis- misnomered, mm-hmm. right? And and you're mixing in people who are at risk for larger health concerns with people who just love their body.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: and yeah. And we're in full support of people loving themselves regardless of what size you are. But larger than that, I think we can say as a panel, we're in more support of people being healthy. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean being skinny. Right. Though that's the thing that I think people get mixed up with is like, oh, if I'm skinny, then I'm healthy. No. No.
1: Oh, yeah, I've gotten on (laughs) on one of those. That's not it. Uh, Body scanner things Uh, before. And somebody that was like much, no, it reads like your body fat percentage and a bunch of details. Mm -hmm. And it was somebody a lot smaller than me that got on there. And they have a lot more uh, body fat percentage than I do. So it doesn't mean like you can't always look at the weight. There's like skinny people that are getting diabetes. So it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, always about. The Young weight, but people. at the same time, there's like a balance. It's like we're going to the complete extreme, is what I'm seeing of the whole movement. It's like yeah. if people want to lose weight, it should be okay. It shouldn't be like, I mean, there's literally people that are like, the word healthy is not allowed. It, the word gym is not like mm. they're yeah. going completely on the extreme. And, you know, it's and even
0: from the realistic conversation we had with, um, something in common with um kim and michael yeah. hearing from that transformation like i said they brought up very key points even when dealing with okay so what you're if you're healthy at that point if anything happens and you need to go to the doctor it's harder for the doctors to be able to operate on you mm-hmm. like i said even just period it's it's harder so the better chances of them saving your life if something happens is slimmer at that point. So after them going what through what they've been through, even to lose the weight that they've lost, when something did happen, they were grateful at that point that they had already were conscious enough and thought about that decision mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. where now they're grateful to still be alive.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And those are just those are some of the things that you know, the body positivity thing is like, okay, you're 20 years old right now. You're going to do that for so many years. And then, like I said, if if you don't get a grip on it and something happens, 40 not going to look good, 45 not going to look good, 50 not going to look good, 60 not going to look good. Is it even possible? And for them to be grateful, to be like, okay, if this wouldn't happen, happened, I wouldn't be alive. It'd be those types of things when it comes to, you know, thin line between body positivity and common sense Mm -hmm. on just everything that they're saying out there from diabetes. Mexico is very, very, very popular for diabetes with Coca-Cola to where it's just
2: more Coca-Cola than water in some places. Yeah.
0: That, Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, you, it's certain cultures as well. That it is, it's in. Some cult, like I said, is.
1: There's, okay, so the thing also, you brought up culture, and I was just hearing this Indian guy who was talking about that. Like there's, um, so you eat a certain way in your country, but when you come here and you try to recreate the same food, they're not the same ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like they have a lot of different chemicals and different things like that. And so, like, that's causing, you know, people to to gain weight or have these people who are, like, skinny fat, who's, might look healthy on the outside, but it's, like, there's a lot of issues on the inside. But, yeah, like, I can't eat, um, like... You can't just for, stop for and us, grab any restaurant around like here. Injara, like, injera. Like, um, with Ethiopian food or Eritrean food, you eat a lot of stuff with injera. And the injera here injera is like a pancake looking thing that you eat everything with but if
0: you it's made with a certain type yeah
1: of if you eat that here yeah. versus if you eat that back home is different you know back home is yeah they're using f which is gluten-free and you eat it here you can't do that every day uh-huh. <laughs> like you end up you know very unhealthy and bloated and all of that so it's um
0: Yeah. We have a lot of foreign places here in downtown LA and it's, yeah, the the menus aren't, they're not healthy. They're not all healthy as far. Of course, a lot of them is just healthy and it's not even just from, you know, just fried stuff is, it could be the, the bread, everything is breaded or, or it could be, you know, just fried for some of it and, surrounded by unhealthy stuff if you got every you know they're hyping up all the you know from drinking to the food as rice here i kind of see so much of and you know you still kind of get to pay attention to what we've we're taught not to ingest and what other people it don't matter what we ingest even when you go into some of the supermarkets you just wonder like man what is this this isn't even real stuff even just going through garment district seeing all the plastic I I got to the point to where I felt you know it looked like yeah I see we've just kind of things are just kind of excessive and excessive and that goes from food to just a lot of unhealthy things
2: so what I mean I guess with now uh, what do we do about it because I, I do want since For those we started that can Im- talking about resolutions, you know, I want us to at least conclude on the up note, what can an average person do about it? Because something that one of my friends said to me really struck home in the sense that I was talking about buying food from Walmart and how I I don't, haven't, won't, not interested and all the other things. And she was like, well, what about people who have a family of six? And they shop there because that's reflective of what their budget allows them to. But that's all they know. You know, um, Whole Foods isn't going to let you get the same amount of products that you can get from Walmart. So you are going to get those items with the preservatives or the fluoride or the... Et cetera, et cetera. Like how, Natural flavor. Yeah. It's easy, you know, and the point was taken, it's, it's easy for someone like me, and she meant um, a dink, double income, no kids, to say that versus someone with a family of children.
1: right? Learning a lot of words today. <laughs> I've <laughs> always wanted to be a dink. <laughs> so that's that. But, um, yeah. You know, to be honest. Yes, it is more expensive to shop at Whole Foods, but it's like sometimes you can count if you really want to be healthy and be proactive about it, like you can still you, pick You're going to have to pick more fruits and vegetables and like cook it yourself and farmers like it not not necessarily um microwavables and no yeah don't oh, don't no. get things in a box and stuff that's when it starts to cost you oh, more to go do. to I'm one saying, store so another you know the microwaves but vegetables yeah we don't use microwaves. no
2: haven't well,
0: and the majority of people live off microwaves yeah a um, lot of people live off free yourself
2: food. from the micro slaves please. and you,
0: I, honestly I could say like you say um I don't know some if, people here
1: this like these people are crazy crazy <laughs> <laughs> like, no. there's a, I guess
0: it's like it's funny because from paying attention to life period when you see so many different examples of how people live and how people you know, you got people like Mike Rashid, big monster guy, say he only eat once a day. And then you could, you know, you got people that feel like, yo, I got to have four meals a day. You know, so it's so many ways. Like I said, when you look at it, what have we been taught? How many meals have we been taught to eat a day? What even breakfast, you know, are we really supposed to be eating breakfast? It's a whole mix of things that, you know, that they're into play to where, like I say, even to look at a monster dude like him and only he only eat once a day, all right? How do you get your discipline to even where you can handle one meal a day? I know I need three, Don't probably two, to, two to three. <laughs> right. So I've come across a lot of knowledge that I haven't used. I know a lot of people out there come across a lot of knowledge that they haven't used, not really interested in using, even if, you know, it was there. And that's a lot of the problem on us as individuals. You know, like I said, we want to be role models. We want to be able to change We want or help people change. Or the a lot of people want to see, you know, if I'm talking more about, I guess, more physical health or anything like that, yeah, or anything, they probably want to see me, big buff Rashid-looking guy. You know, Mike Right. talking health. And then they may f- feel it a little bit more. And that's just from personal, when... I think about because it's hard for me to to, like I say even to discuss that if somebody got kids and stuff like that or try to tell them in a particular way don't get the microwave food but I know they ain't got time and they burnt out when they get home and it's going across their personal lifestyle Mm -hmm. they might not have time to cook like somebody else so it's a real hard challenge age (laughs) Age help people kinda automatically get that. Even if you embrace and getting an old, period getting old gonna embrace you. So you need to stop eating bad or we leaving.
2: This is my quote that I heard a doctor say a long time ago.
0: And when I say we leaving, that means that spirit inside of you is gonna be like, yo, I can't function here in this body anymore. So
2: Transition.
0: Shut this down. Turn these lights off. Turn this power off. Kidney yeah. off. You know. <laughs> right.
2: So yeah. aging is a natural process. Getting old is a state of mind, and I think that's what yeah. we have to just be mindful of.
0: And You're- the mind controls a lot in the body as well, though. Yeah. And so you got to be aware of that part.
1: Wow. Well. Yeah. Some people say the brain is right, in your gut is your second brain or your first. Yeah, depending on how you see it. Honestly, it's
0: uh, you got some spirits. <laughs> you got in venom you. in
1: there. So <laughs> you grab some yeah. pizza. Grab
0: people <laughs> say you have a spirit, but I believe people have spirits in the multiple. You know. So, but
1: when you say how do we fix this? What in particular are you talking about?
2: Well, I mean. It's easy for us to have these sound bites where we're like, oh, the food is bad, capitalism is this, and the man is that, and, you know, I think some people might, like you said, listen to what we're saying and then be like they crazy. <laughs> I'm going to use my microwave. <laughs> they no, crazy. Man, 40 is the new 30, you know, like solutions. it's, it's so I, I, the reason why I say how is because I, I also for everything that I put out, I want to offer to your resolution a balance to it. So, um, yeah, we talked about mindfulness. We talked about self care. We talked about eating healthier and what that looks like. But what are alternatives so that people don't leave listening to this episode and feel like, well, forget it. I mean, it's already designed for me to get old, sick, and die, so mm-hmm. I might as well. No, Number you one, can, you can, you got to yeah, start with being grateful. By be
0: okay. grateful to still be alive to hear this podcast. That's, like, where you want to start at. So having an attitude um, of gratitude. Attitude of gratitude is where you definitely want to start. I watched a music video that um, my homie Mope Williams um, Beautiful Day video I've had seen in a while I watched it again and noticing the in-between part where he's you know, saying I love you to Trayvon Martin um, Brown Floyd uh, and Tamika and I think was it Tamika? Maybe it wasn't Tamika. It was uh, no, may not may not have been Tamika. I can't remember the young lady, Brianna. Sorry, Mm. Uh, but um, but also there's a comedian in that video that's not even here with us today. That died of an illness. Mm -hmm. Um, he was as far as amazing comedian, but you know that's how time works. Young too. He was. He wasn't. He wasn't you know oh but he i, I can i don't i'm not even quite sure as far as the the complications but that type of thing in understanding all right if we still here there is still hope mm-hmm. for consistent self improvement there is Cause some people, like I said, it's different situations for different folks. Some people stress in aging. Some people stress a whole lot of other stuff other than aging. Um, but it's it's. I don't know. I'm, I'm. Go ahead. You go
1: ahead. Now you made me lose my train of thought. Um,
0: it's just great so like you say, an attitude we, of gratitude. You
1: can't take every. So okay, we always we we don't only talk about the problems of the world. I mean, we talk about plenty of solutions in terms of even just being healthy, right? Like, um, you don't have to do, like, right. what I do now personally would be extreme for a lot of people if they've never tried to lose weight or um, read nutritional labels and try to figure out what, what means and things like that. There's tons of research that I do on an everyday basis about all of that just to make sure I'm doing all the right things. But start small. Like, start with one thing, and then once you master that, then you have that trust with yourself, and you are proud of yourself for accomplishing this one thing consistently over time. And then you add more and more, and you can probably add a lot more over time because, you know, you have that confidence in yourself and that willpower um. So, yeah, it doesn't have to be everything. You don't have to just start studying all those labels and all the ingredients and stop using the microwave and start fasting, you know. But six, you do have to start with clean water. 16 plus hours a day and, yeah, at least clean up the water. But um, At least start
0: with clean water.
1: Yeah, so just start with one thing and just, because edu- a lot of people do say, like, I don't have time to research any of that stuff. And... To be honest, like, I, I mean, anybody can say that. Like, I could say I don't have time to research it, but it's just, but you do have time to watch s- something that you do place value on. So it's just placing value on your health because you're going to keep, you know, in the long run, you're going to keep, you know, paying a lot more in medical fees and all of that. So got to get old. Um, yeah, just start with one thing. And, it, like, you don't even have to go to the gym, like, Get your 10,000 steps in by just walking around your building. Every day, several times a day, I just walk up. If it's raining, it doesn't matter. I'll just walk up and down these halls, up and down these stairs, up. you know, go back and forth until I get my 10,000 steps. And I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't, I didn't need a gym membership. So just start there. Over time, you're like, oh, shit, I did all of this. So, okay, now we turn up. Let's maybe do some resistance training, whatever it is. Do some biking. So just take it up a notch uh, every time and just build up that muscle of.
0: um, Believing in yourself. Yeah,
1: believing in yourself. And because a lot of times that that's what stops people. They get, you know, they mess up once or something and they're like, oh, it's already messed up anyway. So let's just scrap the rest of the week or scrap the day or whatever.
0: And I've definitely had to remind myself to believe in myself. You know, so it's I
2: believe not I would say, Gypsy, you have summed it up honestly as far as what my question was. Yeah, and it is starting small and yeah. accomplishing mm-hmm. that goal, and then gaining confidence and yeah. adding something else. Yeah. Yeah. that's the answer to anything. Really, it's not yeah. just about health. It, it could be about your education. It could be yeah. about your financial goals. It could be In a relationship, whatever it is that you wish to accomplish, it reminds me of that quote they say: "How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time." Uh, I'm not interested in eating. I've never heard. You guys never heard that (laughs) before? Yeah. (laughs) But the point is, you just do do one. I'm not encouraging (laughs) eating elephants, by the way. But it's just how do you accomplish a big thing, and it's by doing one little thing, one little step. So. I will take that and apply it because even though I'm here discussing X, Y, and Z, I need encouragement as well. And that is a good reminder to just manage things in the best way you can, one thing at a time, and then elevate to the next thing. Because I do feel like there's so many things swirling around you that you want to accomplish it sometimes can be overwhelming to focus on one because you're trying to accomplish everything. Like I want to yeah. eat better. I want to get this training, and I want to meet with these people. I want to get, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay, pick one, start there, yeah. accomplish that, then get to the next. So yeah, yeah. it's just, it, it really is one, one thing at a time. And, and I
1: like that. Yeah. All right, I think that wraps up today. Thank awesome. you, Mercedes, for joining us. And welcome back. Yeah, welcome It back. is good
2: to be back. <laughs> it is good to be back. Thank you for extending the invite. Um, as always, you guys um, give me a moment to just take a break from everything that's happening in the outside world and connect with my tribe and really reflect on the gift that we have, gratitude for every moment, just being grateful to have this space. Um, So, yeah, I'm looking forward to being back in this chair. And um, I appreciate you transplants. (laughs) We appreciate you
0: (laughs) and your great energy. And we also would like to say thank you again to all of our listeners for continuing to you know support this is season three uh, I don't know how many it's been over a lot of I say we about 120 something episodes uh, maybe all together uh, not sure how many we're gonna do this season but it will be a more in-person um season where we'll have people come in and we'll change up the set often and you know provide some good material some good education and continue to learn and grow as we learn and grow
1: mm-hmm. And once again thank you for tuning in you can find us on all major platforms as well as americangypsy.com and you can also find consistent self-improvement merch at luamlee.com. And you can find crystals, Bearite right Crystals, at bookofbearite.com Book right. or bookofbearite right on Etsy. Thank you for tuning in.
0: You can also find some music at classic, K-L-A-C-C-I-K-C-A-R-P-E-N-T-A. And that's on all major platforms spotify itunes youtube all of the above thank you again this is american gypsy podcast i am classic
1: gypsy merc
2: aka mercedes
0: and we're signing out
2: deuces
0: peace